0: Hey everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today. Merkel Media. 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 Media.
1: This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it.
0: I saw three long bony fingers. Reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me.
1: And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears. Dan, it holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and i blow this head off.
0: I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed
1: reached my hand into this bush and i touched air couldn't breathe and i couldn't move cuz i know i'm seeing a
0: monster Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Welcome to episode 461. Another member's heater coming at you. We have Murray coming on the show today, and Murray talks about how all this paranormal type stuff started in his life with his wife. She started having experiences, and then from there, their son started started having experiences and then from there he went into study mode where he was reading books and then he started applying what he was learning on himself finding out new things about himself in the process and then the crazy stuff the real crazy stuff started happening where complete strangers whether through hearing from somebody else or just a pull of a I don't know, spirit or something started coming to his house asking for exorcisms and that started his whole life of collecting demons names in books. Murray gets into it all on this episode and yes, we're bringing him back on for a part two one of these days and maybe even a part three because the way he's going, he's just out there slaying demons. So let's get to Murray right now. All right, today we got Murray on the show. Murray, what's going on, brother?
1: Hey, Tony. Not uh, not a lot. Excited to to jump into some of the stuff today.
0: Man, I'm glad you're here to talk and stuff. And so I want to give a few shout outs here before we get started. One, I want to give a shout out to Blurry Creatures podcast. Uh, They had me on their show. uh, I don't know. Probably about going on a year now. and. That's where you heard me and you came over, heard the show, contact me, all that stuff. So shout out to Blurry Creatures and everything they're doing over there. If you haven't heard their podcast, check them out awesome guys. Their social media is bonkers. Uh, Nate does an awesome job with their IG tons of memes. They, I think, I think their social media is larger than the confessional social media. It's, it's like they make, they make such awesome stuff. So go check them out, follow them on Instagram, uh, and everywhere else. I'm sure, uh, Facebook or wherever. And I also want to give a shout out to Bigfoot society podcast, because that's the shirt I'm wearing right now. If you are listening on audio podcasts, you're not going to know that, but if you're on YouTube, you'll see me wearing this t-shirt. Check out Bigfoot Society podcast as well. And that's a shout out to everybody else who wants to send me gear to wear on camera. Freeze for me. All right. That's that's my, uh, I'm putting the flag in the ground here, guys. I'm waving the flag saying, hey, if you want me to wear your t-shirt, that's cool. Just send it to me for free and I'll wear it on video to promote you. That's my way of getting free stuff and helping people out at the same time.
1: (laughs) What do you think about that, Murray? I think it's a great strategy and, uh, you know, well executed right there for the the, the announcement.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just just letting people know. If you if you got hey, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could it could be like a a, a hobby shop somewhere. If you got t shirts and you wanna give me one, <laughs> I'll rep it. I'll rep it right here on the confessional. So uh, anyways, now that we got that business out of the way, the selfishness, uh, <laughs> I want yeah. I wanna introduce the people to Murray. Uh, Murray, listen man, you you emailed us and you told me that uh, everything kind of started for you after you were married with your wife while she was sleeping, and you kind of just like pushed stuff off to the side. You're like, eh, whatever. Until one night something happened that kind of perked your ears up. Then the thing started transitioning to your children. And now you just got like a life of dealing with demonic influences in other people's lives. You've seen angels, but it all started with this stuff with your wife. Now, I want you to just share. These details. You don't need to, you know, just share the highlights. I want you. I want you to tell us when this all started with your wife. Things happening and how it all unfolded. Uh, And I guess just take it away from there and stuff because I had another question. I forget. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think kind of starting maybe even more background. Kind of my upbringing um, was very conservative Christian culture, and it was, um, you know, uh, the the famous saying is God. Jesus and the Holy Bible, right? There was no Holy Spirit. There was none of that. Like spiritual realm was a completely foreign concept to me, like absolutely foreign. And and so that's kind of my background. And, you know, I get married and I I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times, multiple times uh, my wife in the middle of the night would sit up in bed and scream like there was something in our room. And, you know, I wake up and I'm like, Babe, shut up. Like, just go back to sleep. Like, there's nothing there. Like, no, nobody's in our home. It's totally fine. Like, please stop. I just want to go back to sleep. Uh, you know, like a great loving husband does, tells his wife to shut yeah. right? up. <laughs> uh, and so that happened. Oh gosh. You know, we'd been married four years or so, and it would happen sporadically um, throughout our marriage. And then one night, kind of tell you what you reference. What all changed for me is we slept with our door closed in our room, and she sh- shoots out of bed and screams and uh, and says something to the effect of, "In the name of Jesus, I command you to leave." And I'm awake, and I look up, and our door at that time was actually open about three quarters of the way, and she says that, and our door starts to close, and I'm like okay, what, what just happened? What did you see? Like, I am so confused. We're both awake, but we had two kids at the time. Both of our kids were still asleep. They weren't in our room. They weren't there. Um, And she begins to describe to me, kind of like this entity, um, we would, in my vernacular, call it a demon, um, was at the door, had his hand on the Doorknob. He was dressed in army fatigues like a regular looking guy, kind of with a look of like, "Can I? Can I come in? Like, is it? Am I welcome here? Like, what's going on?" And uh, and then when she commanded him to leave uh, in the name of Jesus, what she described was he dropped his head, turned around, and pulled the door closed and and left. And she's telling me this, and I'm just like, I I don't have a box for this. What do we what do I do with this? This doesn't make any sense. And so this is all happening. Something else um that really sticks out to me probably before my kids got involved was we lived in a, a duplex. And we had a, a single mom move in, and my wife, the first night she moved in, started having dreams um about this woman. And uh she's like, I don't know what's going on, but I just had this dream of of our neighbor like sitting at this table dealing tarot cards and like doing all of these kind of things. And we like, Oh, that's weird. Like, okay, whatever. And then, uh, a few days later we get in a conversation with her and she's like, Oh, my tarot cards and all this. And we're like, okay, that's weird. Like you're onto something here. Like, what are you, what are you experiencing? This is all, you know, brand new for us. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And, um, so this is this is all happening, and then um I have two uh two boys at the time, um aged that that point three and two, um, so pretty close in age, but um they would wake up in the middle of the night, like many kids do, and at first I didn't think much about it, um, but they would wake up like deathly scared. And so I'm like, okay, like, hey, what's going on, buddy? And my oldest was like, Oh, well. You know that scary snake that told a terrible lie from like the like a little kid's Bible? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, that that was in my room, Dad. That was in my room. And you're like, okay. Um, what else are you seeing? And he's like, well, I saw this big bear in my room and it kept waking me up. It's like all this stuff was happening. And then our younger son, who like they they knew who spider-man was but they didn't know i think it's venom as the the black spider-man right yeah tony you can correct me if i'm wrong yeah so
0: i even know that uh, and i don't watch movies so yeah well, <laughs> there
1: you go and so um my my younger one at the time he was like this one night, like, just freaking out and i go up there i'm like buddy buddy like what is going on you're safe you're okay he's like the black spider-man is on a surfboard and he's flying in and out of our room And he's in my room right now, and I'm like, "Like where?" He's like, "Oh, he's right there," and he points to the wall, and I'm like, "Um, okay, Jesus name, I command you to leave." And he's like, "Oh, he just flew out the window," and I'm like, "Okay, like, I think he's like maybe making this up." And then it would come back in the room, and so we're like went through this process like a few times, and I'm like. Okay, man. Like, maybe come sleep with us for the rest of the night, <laughs> and uh, and so I guess maybe that answers your first question of of how I got into some of these things and experiencing ex- experiencing spiritual things. That was kind of my first like exposure to a lot of that.
0: So, all right. Before you go further, then uh, the fact that you this was your introduction, how this all unfolded for you. Uh, you had like th- there was nothing leading up to your wife's experiences in your life? I mean, you, you never had anything outside of, outside of that. That was like a, a at least enough for you to, to make a note of it that this is all where it kind of started for you. Uh, is, is that correct?
1: So for me personally, that's where it started. You know, talking with my wife, as we start to put the pieces together, it started for her at a very young age. I mean, she can recount, um, you know, four years old, seeing something in her room and even talking to her dad he's like oh yeah i remember all the time she would run in there thinking something was in our home and i would come in there like trying to protect her like and nothing was there and finally like we just kind of wrote her off because we're like there's nothing here and she would have that all throughout her life no matter where she lived or what she was doing she would always seem to to have this reoccurring thing happen
0: Okay. So it starts much earlier for your wife. Uh, for you, it starts at this point. Do you think that... Uh, bef- I, I think I kind of know the answer to this, but I, I also think I got to ask you this. Do you think that this is something that you're meant to be dealing with in your life? Uh, do you think that this is what God kind of has for you because of kind of what you get into later on?
1: Yeah, I, I think so for sure. And um, I guess maybe the caveat to all this as we talk, like, I'm a Christian following jesus for a long time and but never experienced some of this and so the way it's happened and kind of unfolded for me um it's it's almost undeniable like this is the the hand of god like directing some of these things to open me up to it
0: that's that it's incredible uh and i think i think you're right and i i think it's going to become very apparent as we talk more uh Because at some point, it's no longer random. I I always use the example back in the day that uh, when when people would say to me, like, you actually believe in Bigfoot, you know? And I'd be like, yeah, because at some point, all the people who have said they've seen something, literally not heard, not smelled, saw something, all those people, at some point, not every single one could be lying or crazy. At some point, there has to be somebody of sound mind that's saying that they saw this for it to exist only one right it only takes one for it to exist and so it's kind of the same thing where at some point of all these experiences you started having at some point you guys start saying i think this is something that i'm supposed to be dealing with like like it can't be just random
1: (laughs) you know these random people that i don't know would come with like frankly embarrassing stories of stuff that's happening to them that they don't want to share publicly you know it's like that, that can't be random and yes. they can't be making it
0: up. No, and, and I, I agree. I, I don't think I, I think it, it just it just shows um intent, you know, there's actual direction and, and laying of somebody's path here. All right. So it all kind of starts with your wife, those experiences, uh and you obviously can only relay what she saw, what your what your son saw. Uh before we get into how it all progresses from there, what in those moments when you started realizing, okay, there's something going on here, like you saw the door closed. Okay. Now your son, um, what are your thoughts? What are you, what are you feeling inside? Is there fear inside? Are you, are you like, man, you know what? I've been, I've been having dreams recently about this kind of stuff. I think I'm being prepared for something here. What, what was the, the, the mindset going into all this? Were you just like, cause I, I think some people that, that are, are, and I don't know if we talked about it beforehand, if you've said it yet, but you're a Christian, I'm a Christian. So I I would say I think there's a lot of people in the world that are Christians who dealing with what you just dealt with there with your wife and son will be petrified, scared to death. Like, oh my gosh, like, you know, pee their pants scared.
1: Absolutely. I, I don't think I felt like I was being prepared for anything. Um, you know, frankly, I didn't know that it existed and didn't have a box for it. Uh again, kind of going to my background, I would at that point in my life, I had been opened up more to like Um, the work of the Holy Spirit, meaning uh, physical healings, um, the gifts of the Spirit that you see, like prophetic type things that I'm like, well, that's weird. This person just said this thing was going to happen and it happened. They couldn't have known that. And so I I think I had started to develop a box there. They're like, okay, like I kind of see that. And then this stuff started happening. And for me, it was... Uh, a process that really started there of like, okay, I read scripture, the uh, the Bible s- so many times in my life and skipped over the weird stuff, right? Um, somebody got healed. It's like, well, okay, that was just Jesus that did that. But then I was confronted with like, well, I just saw this or I just prayed for this and this thing happened. Maybe there's something more. And I think where things kind of went up a notch for me was that hunger for, more in a sense of, I didn't believe these things happened, And now I'm faced with something else that I didn't really believe happened. Maybe this is also true. I need to figure this out. And it started me down this path of like trying to find whatever resources I could. And Tony, maybe you're surrounded by people different than me. But if I brought this up, uh, before all of these things had happened, and I had a, a frame of reference, people are like, dude, you're, you're kind of crazy. Oh yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about this. Like what, what do you mean? And so there's like, I can't talk to anybody about it. What do I do?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, same boat, man. not anymore. I mean, pretty much, I don't have a whole lot of friends to begin with. I say that to people like, what do you mean? I'm like, listen, there's a difference between being a a popular podcast host and actually having friends. I don't have a lot of friends. Uh, and I kind of like it that way, to be honest with you. Um, but when before I started, you know, before this, the podcast really took off and stuff in the early days, and I, I started, you know, talking about what I was doing, especially amongst, amongst some church friends, uh, I, I got the the sideways look. They were like, "What? What? What is wrong with this guy?" You know. And I remember, um, <laughs> yeah, I think I told the story a million times on the show, but I'll tell it one more time. I, I remember the the one time this this child, I I, I that's the oh so annoying. Uh, the, the, this, this child that was in college, uh, at the time he was leading the worship for that Sunday and they just got done practicing and, uh, he, he had to be like 20, you know, 21. And he comes up to me and and the group that I was standing around talking with. And we just so happened to be talking about Bigfoot and, you know, people are like asking me questions. Right. And so he, he stops and interrupts the, the, the conversation and he's like, wait, you actually believe in Bigfoot and like a million thoughts running through my head. And I like, I want to like lash him, you know, and I just want to, mm, you know, this is the way he said, it. I'm like, okay, child, let's talk about this, you know? But I, I, I just said to him, yeah, I believe in Bigfoot, you know? Cause I, I was like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I was, um, I was in, I was in a weird spot in my life where I, I, I have the ad, I had the attitude I have now where I'm very short fused but I was really trying to contain it in an almost an unhealthy way because I wasn't allowing myself to be myself, you know, and I, I think that I am a certain way for a reason. And so he didn't get the lashing that I wanted to give him. But what I wanted to say to him was, you do understand we're at a church getting ready to, you practiced worship today and we're getting ready to worship a God we never laid eyes on. And the only reason why we believe he exists is because we read about him in a book and we say we feel him in our heart. Do you understand? That sounds crazy. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And,
1: and, and, And it all hinges on a dead guy coming back
0: to life right <laughs> and then he supposedly uh, transformed his image to the point that the people who hung out with him for three <laughs> years straight didn't recognize him they all got excited and then he said all right guys deuces and then they watched him ascend mm-hmm. into heaven like do we understand that sounds crazy you know <laughs> so don't come to me and tell me oh you believe in bigfoot ha 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 bro bro. You know? So yep. I think I just gave the gospel message in a roundabout way. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's I get back it's on topic. To
1: dismiss if you're, uh, if you don't have hundreds or thousands or however many people around you that also have the same idea, it's, uh, it's easier to dismiss.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. So, all right. We we, we kind of went on a philosophy and theological uh, rabbit hole there. Let's bring it back to the topic of conversation before we get too many angry emails. You won't get them, but I'll get them. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about how things progress from here. Okay. So the, the son stuff happens, your wife stuff happens. Now, where are we going? Because now the what I know from what you told me is that you have a notebook filled with names of demons, thousands you told me, and how did you acquire this notebook? Go.
1: <laughs> what, a, what a question, Tony. What a question. Um, yeah, so I think
0: for- this was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today.